0: Hello and welcome to Front Office Features, I am Rob Crane, uh, here as always with Chris Valente. Chris, hello my friend. Hello Rob. Uh, good to see you, good to hear from you, and I didn't throw my computer through the uh, wall, window, uh, whatever, uh, because I got a brand new one, thank God. Windows to the wall, uh, you know that's um,
1: Jeez. It's, it's probably... an old song. <laughs> that is probably good that you went and purchased uh, the new computer so we can record and not have angry Rob. This Are we angry so Rob? I, are, we, are we not angry Rob?
0: Because no, I can't tell. We, you have an
1: email. I can't tell if there's going to be another angry Rob.
0: No, no, no. I'll be fine. I want your opinion on it. This okay. isn't... Um. Anyway. By the way, when you go to the uh, Apple store, they take your temperature to, like, go in.
1: Were, and you have to,
0: like... They send you, like... When, so I bought a new MacBook. And when you, like... You, I went to go pick it up and not have it shipped because you could get it quicker. And then when I did that, they send you, like, a uh, a pass on your iPhone that tells you, like, you pick a time to come. And then, like, you show that. And then because the line was, like, forever long. Uh, and they give you, like, a little pass. They get to the front, and they take your temperature. And then the guy goes... Do you need any help or do you just want your computer? I was like, I just kind of want the computer. <laughs> and then they're like, you don't even have to go in. Just let me go get it for you. And it comes back
1: it's super easy. I think your purchase put them over the top because they're now the first ever $2 trillion company.
0: Uh, they're the first $1 trillion company. Right? Now, the, now they're the
1: first $2 trillion, like a, six months later.
0: It's incredible. It's, it, it's unbelievable. I'm an Apple guy. I like Apple stuff. Me too. Uh, I, it just works, just, right? It just works. It just wor- I had the last computer for eight years. And it's just simple. It's it's like easy to
1: use. It's it's very And they gave
0: me two hundred bucks uh to give the old one back. Oh. Very nice of them. Right? So I think I got my eight years worth out of it. Totally. And they have like the zero APR for like a year, so they basically give you free money. Is this um an Apple ad? It, <laughs> it should for... be. Actually, we gotta do an ad first. Um I got to, uh, we got to go talk to our colleague, Greg Olson. This is Greg Olson here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game, this year, NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv, an unmatched dual threat. Greg. Great job. We'll have to – uh wonder if we can get him on. Uh,
1: he might be a little busy right now. He's at training camp.
0: Eh. Post well, If he has time to do an ad. Off-season. I mean, uh, Off-season. Not, not time to do an ad. Time to, uh, you know, record a podcast. He can record two.
1: That's true. That is logic. I, that's I, actually
0: one of the things. I want to get Baron Davis, right? Baron Davis, an old athlete. Now he's investing. Like, that's a I, – I see more and more of these athletes – um, you know, doing, uh, investing in, uh, investing and, you know, being more business savvy than they ever have. You know, LeBron's yeah. done a
1: great job with that. They're trying to be the shack. Shaq's worth like hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars all from his investments. He owns like crazy amounts of fast food chains and car washes big, and the right, general. He's like
0: a big, yeah, the general, <laughs> uh, he's like a big, uh, was it Papa John's or is he? I one think of he those has. A, I think he has a lot of Papa John's. Yep. Yeah. Good for him.
1: Good for him. He's killing
0: it. Killing it. Right. Um, so you hinted at it, right? Um, I have an email, and I love my minor league brethren. I do. I. I. There's nobody I love. Uh, I love more uh, than my minor league brethren. Okay. But this is a second one I've got of these. But I want to get your – this one was different. This one was different. This one's not as egregious as – what's his name? Phil? Phil. I don't like Phil. <laughs> this is not egregious. And I'm not going to say the team name or the guy. I don't want to embarrass anybody. Anyway. Uh, hey, Rob. First, I don't love that. I'm just being picky there. Uh, Wait, I'm with you the blank. you don't love Hey, Rob? Just seems informal to me, like I'm a buddy of his, and I don't know who he is. Oh, you don't know. You don't know. Okay. I don't know this person. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't need dear Mr. Crane, but like, hey, Rob, seems like something you would send me, which I would be very comfortable with. But I don't know him, so don't, hey, Rob me. Got is that, it. Is that, is that arrogant? Is that arrogant? Is that douchey? Did arrogant, I just do something douchey? You, borderline
1: douchey. Not arrogant? It's not arrogant. Cause it's yeah, more maybe, about maybe,
0: maybe I'm just in a mood. I don't know.
1: No, it's personal preference of how you'd want to be addressed based on how
0: close you are with somebody. Right. Rob Hi, hi is different than Hey to me. Hi Rob. Yeah. Hey, for Rob sure. is, is different, is more casual. Am might be like, I, I sound douchey right now. Well,
1: I guess because uh, well, you can't spill who it is. I'd have to know that person's level as well in terms of, Who's reaching out? I, I, I need all the facts to give a complete judgment He's a call.
0: director of sales and marketing. Uh, no, he could say, hey, Rob. What? Why no. can he say, hey, Rob? No, he could for say, hey. A, Rob. For like a short season team. That shouldn't matter. Right. Uh, the short season team doesn't matter. I agree with that. But uh, I feel I like... baseball teams give out uh, titles I'll... like yeah, candy. No.
1: Well, I, I'm I'm fine with the hey Rob I'm fine with the hey Rob especially because you're, 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 you're colleagues you're, you're he's not trying to get a job he's not outside vendor
0: whoa whoa I haven't finished I've only gotten the hey Rob <laughs> yeah you're already you're already triggered you were already yet triggered yet when you got the hey me.
1: you already got triggered alright well uh, the rest of the email I might I'm not change.
0: triggered I'm actually I'm not triggered I'm not triggered at all you just said you were bothered by it but that doesn't mean I'm all angered about it I'm just uh, you know all right, read we're the, having a conversation let's
1: read the email we'll get to see whether or not I get triggered. Hey, Rob, comma.
0: I don't think this is a triggered one. I think this is just an approach one. Comma? Did the comma piss you off too? Is it a colon? (laughs) No, the commas are great. (laughs) Um, I'm with the blank team. And we're one of 42 teams on the chopping block. To get ahead of it, I want to ask about any job opportunities. Can I send you my resume? Thanks. I don't know this person. And it's from the team account again.
1: Oh boy, here we go. People, people need to stop doing that. One.
0: Don't you think that you, that you should? I don't. If your team's on the chopping block, right? There's definitely been rumors about teams, but nothing's been official, right? No one knows anything.
1: So here, uh, first, so ver- first I, so not, rule: stop sending, I'm sending I'm stop not, sending I'm emails. Not angered by this, by Phil. People like, need to Phil stop. Drove me crazy. Stop but sending emails do it. from your personal account, right? like that's rule number 1 you don't i mean from your work account you don't job hunt on your work account that's just dangerous i agree with that it's very dangerous and also then tells the person that you're emailing that you're willing to do that when you come work for them not a good idea right so that's problem number 1 with email the biggest problem i have with that email beyond that definitely not the hey rob <laughs> yeah hey hey rob is just uh, um is that is a clear cut, lazy, standard paste he's sending to a lot of people. Since yeah, he doesn't since he doesn't since he doesn't know you. That's going to I don't a, know him. That's going to a lot of people. It didn't say anything of value. It didn't say why they should you guys should get it on the phone other than i my team might be fired. But again, it was about him. We've given some feedback to some other person we know, like make it about what you're gonna bring to the table, right? If like, he would
0: have said if he would have said, I'll give him the hay rub. I'll give him the hey rub. <laughs> Very hey, Rob. kind of you. Generous. Uh, and this is from personal.email.com. And I said, and he says, uh, you know, I'm with a, with uh, this blank team that's, uh, as you know, uh, a part of the potential contraction of minor league baseball. Uh, I'm trying to, I love minor league baseball and want to continue my career in it and have done some really unique uh promotion sales marketing operations whatever here at the uh here at the blank team i love to share with you those things that i've done and get your advice on how i would transition how i could make those more known to be able to get a uh, better job something of that you have to make sense yeah you have to give some kind of
1: if he would have said reading that. feeding information about what you've done in your career that you're going to add value to the conversation versus, hey, my team might get let go. Do you have any Help jobs me. available? Do you have any jobs available? Like it's the most. That is the most lazy standard. You might as well email blast that, right? That's right. There's, I, I, there's nothing there. Like you're building, you a, to... you're building a new ballpark, Rob, in Worcester. I'm, uh, maybe you're expanding staff. Like it would be great to get on the phone and see if there's any opportunities because. I might be out of a job. say something other than, "Hey, might lose my job. do you have anything available? That is so lazy, so lazy
0: yeah i I didn't love it, and it's like and I know that there's minor league people here that are getting their ass handed to them that they don't you know they've been furloughed, they've been laid off, their team might not even exist, right like so the feel bad part of me. Like, I feel awful that they might go away. But, like, we got to do better, right? We got to do better. I know that the, hey, Rob, uh, crush me on that. But the, I just feel like there's a better better way to approach it than, you know, to get ahead of it. I want to ask about job opportunities. Can I send you my resume? You can always, you could, uh, even if it's like my, I don't know. Can I send you? you can send me anything you want, right? That doesn't mean that I'm, uh, you know, wanting it, uh, or looking <laughs> for it, but I just, it's more than your resume. I don't really care about your resume. I j- you know, the people that I want to hire who I think make good employees I want to talk to and then bring value to my team. If you were to said, I did X, Y, Z at this short season team and would love to have the opportunity to help, you know, to, uh, to get your thoughts about those things and how they would uh, play at the triple a level compared to this compared to, you know, here in Orem or in the Jesus man. I just left the name out, but uh, <laughs> we'll bleep that. Sorry, bleep <laughs> that. Uh, but here at this, wherever I was, uh, I knew I was going to do that too. I'm the worst. <laughs> sorry, buddy. Uh, anyway, but like, that's the kind of stuff that just, uh, is it,
1: is this Phil again? We might just put, we might no, just put his him. name's
0: not Phil. His name's not Phil. That Phil email still angers me. <laughs> yes, I can tell. You've 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 you've
1: brought it into this email.
0: Yeah, but this this one doesn't. I, I'm it's not an I'm anger. Not... No,
1: it's just it's a learning experience. I mean, well, the person's a director, so I guess to your point, they hand out titles but like the, it's candy. That, don't don't get. Caught I know up in it's, that. it's it's, can, it's candy. I know I know. Yeah. But you still and I look. I we're all feeling really. We're like whether you have a job, or you don't have a job. You might get furloughed. You might get laid off. Everyone's feeling pressure right now. Everyone's probably scrambling to make sure they're safe and doing things that are probably outside their norm. You just got to be – every opportunity is an opportunity, right? And if if you send something like that, you've blown your opportunity before you even have the chance to go for it. So just take the extra five minutes to write something personal to somebody, specifically if you're asking them for help, right? You just can't – you can't just be like, oh, please – I hope you have a job. Call me back. Here's my well, resume. Well,
0: here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. You're not the only... If you're one of 42, right? There's 42 other directors that are looking for jobs. Wait, so separate you, yourself. you've got to bring your A game yes. to these things. not that I'm all high and mighty of saying like... um you know, I, you got to come to me because I'm me. No, I don't think that's what I'm trying to say at all. What I'm trying to say is, well, we're giving like, advice. You got try to sh- just you, you get kind of one shot at this, and uh, you gotta you gotta show your value. I guess this goes for anybody, whether you're in the business, out of the business, whether you're you know a senior vice president looking for the next run you got to show your value each time. I think that goes for all levels. You could be 60 looking for a job. I still think that you've got to come in, come in hot with your value. Totally. I agree. No, I, I think the, there, there's a much better way
1: to go about this process if that's what you're looking to do. A, do not send it from your work email. Yeah, that's, 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 that's ridiculous. B, take the time before you hit send. It's not a rush job it'll pay off in the long run and it'll separate yourself from those other 42 directors looking to get a job because they lost theirs as well. So that's it. Just take just go the extra
0: step. Right. And I'll be happy to. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'd absolutely if they said, look at this cool thing that I did. And I'd be like, that's sick. I love it. Let's I'm talk gonna about it. I'm going to steal
1: that. I'm going to steal that. Thank you very
0: totally. much. Totally. I, 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 you know I want to take that idea here. That's great. Best ideas are stolen. But instead, it's like, here's my resume. Hire me. Yeah. Not going to work. It's not going to anyway. work. Anyway. Anyway. I don't know. You, you they, um, you feel better? I don't feel better, no, because I feel bad for that guy. Especially since, you, out, really especially since you, you outed him you. Well, they got to do some research if, uh, if they really want to know who he is. But don't do any research for that. Uh. Let the guy live. Let him live. Let him live. <laughs>
1: Oh boy! Question, question for you. Shoot, buddy. Because I think this is where this this is the separation where you and I sometimes talk about the difference between selling minor leagues and then also selling major league assets. I think this is the main key difference. Is a lot of the purchasing of a, a major league sponsorship is driven solely by emotion. Versus
0: value. Right. Like you're, you're right. It's hard to get your ROI back. If,
1: it's just a different, like it's the different on, thing. It's, it's a a different. based on the investment level and what you're getting. Like usually there's an emotional tie somewhere that makes you feel like I'm connected to this team. I want to be a part of this, this environment, this atmosphere, Fenway Park, Yankee Stadium, Wrigley, blah, blah, blah. What we would be doing currently in this time of year uh, would be inviting potential. Clients, prospects to dinners, suites, games, batting practice, behind the scenes tours, meet and greets, you know, the whole nine yards to get people excited and feel that emotional connection to sports. That's different than selling computer software, right? Currently, we are relegated to selling transactional type deals because we're doing it by sending someone an email saying, will you please get on the phone or Zoom with me? to sit here and just talk about a partnership that is hard to bring to life for somebody who's not a traditional sports marketing company. So like if you're talking to Budweiser, right, it doesn't matter. They understand, they get it. There's a different reason they're doing the deal. If you're talking to a B2B company who's in your backyard or a biopharma who's never done something like this, it's a really hard putt because they're not going to walk into Fenway Park with 37,000 people. They're not going to feel like, they, when they step on the field that emotional connection they're not going to have that really like wow this is what we're going to be a part of how do you bring that excitement in a conversation or or replicate that authenticity while presenting a million dollar package for someone to do a leap of faith
0: it's probably for me it's really obviously it's really difficult we're obvious in Worcester, we're trying to do the same thing, but we don't have any place to take anybody. So what are we doing? One of the things where I think now more than ever, this is where your social media production team is probably the most valuable that they've ever been. There's nothing, sometimes there's nothing that gets you like uh, an emotional video showing where you guys you know, Remember that video that you guys did um, with the uh, first responders throwing out the first pitch? Yeah, with John at, Krasinski. W- with John Krasinski. That kind of stuff, I think, in showing what you, what the Red Sox, what the other teams are doing within the community, shows that the Red Sox are more, or the whoever team is, are more than just a sign on a wall, right? That they are part of a fabric, and I think – that the that video department, that graphic department, that marketing arm of the teams, this is where they've got to kind of like step up and overdrive, right? And you know the emotional connection that you can do uh, that they can do that you know you and I have no chance of doing. Uh, you know, through video and you know showing the larger picture in my maybe in my opinion, I think, is your is one of the better ways to at least draw that, um, to hit that emotional connection of sports.
1: No, I, yeah, you watch a pump-up hype video, usually you get like that goosebumps, right? That's what you want when you're getting someone to look at the back page of a number, that they forget about that. They're just, all they want to do is feel like they're part of that family. But we're losing that as a sports industry right now because of not being able to go to a playoff game or take them to a the bar, or the dinner, or the suite, or walk around and just hear that, right? And then on top of it, you're selling transactional-type signage based on media value if no one's in the ballpark, right? So, like, getting someone...
0: You're getting into numbers when you don't really want to get into numbers.
1: Yeah, and it, it's it's not what we sell, right? That's not what we do. That's what we, no, that's of course why, not. That's what we do when we sell sports. We sell emotion. We sell passion. We sell... Community, like you just mentioned, we sell the the attachment that comes with putting your brand next to that brand to have an affinity from a fan base that immediately thinks better of you because of it. So we're really like we're Fenway, like we're talking about how to overcome this, and nobody has that answer because when we reach out from an email to get someone to come on a phone, we always had that at our disposal, right? It's like, hey. I've got two tickets with your name on it. Come on down to Fenway Park. They'll call you back, right? You'll get way more conversations. We can't do that right now. All we're doing is sending an email that's no different than someone sending a software. Please get on the Zoom with me. I want to talk about marketing dollars that you want to spend with. So So uh, does this come into...
0: I'm sorry, I interrupted my... my
1: No, interrupt.
0: No, interrupt. Is this come back to where you kind of have to be where you got to work harder in the is this the swedish fish conversation yeah you know what as in like the uh you know the marketing person that you're trying to reach out to you've got to make that emotional connection and then if you turn into the swedish Fish guy right if if we have to retell the swedish fish story is you know basically knocking on doors knocking on doors heard on a podcast that the guy likes swedish fish sent him a you know, a, a truckload of Swedish fish Yep, um, and was able to get the, get the meeting, you know, is this Swedish fish time? Oh, we can't send anybody anything either. <laughs> so there's that. Jeez, <laughs> yeah, <you're right. laughs>
1: no. So it's, it's an interesting dynamic that our industry is facing. And I mean, we're talking to other people about it and at our level. We luckily have had some really big recent wins uh, on the Red Sox, not on the field, but on the sell side. But we're, we're very – look, we don't even pretend like we're not fortunate to have the brands and the properties that we have to sell, right? Like that – no matter how bad it might get on the field, there's always hope. Imagine yeah. if you were the A's. Exactly. That's my point. Like or imagine if you're a minor league team. Like you, you have a new ballpark and a dream to sell, right? But if you're, if you're a corporate salesperson out in Wichita – And you can't go meet people. You can't sit down with people. You can't entertain people. You can't have these one-on-one conversations to build that relationship, to bring them to a game, to have the excitement, the hurl-a-pearl. What are we saying or doing to fill in those blanks to get someone jazzed up about a partnership that they can't feel, see, hear, or touch? And it's a really interesting dynamic. And look, this is me saying this, as someone who's been doing this for a long time, that none of us have ever faced this, right? No, of course not. So this is where we have great listeners. I'd love to hear from you. Like,
0: Oh, yeah. If they've got um, good
1: ideas. What are you doing? What is your organization doing? What would you suggest we do? Like, Come up with some creative ideas. For all you know, you might come up with an amazing idea that all of a sudden Fenway hears and we use and remember so-and-so gave it to us. So like you said, all good ideas are stolen.
0: My- my suggestion is to build a new ballpark forty-five minutes west of Boston, <laughs> uh, and that's, see what happens. That's
1: worked out well. <laughs> it has. It worked out great. No, it's, I'm saying it's worked out. That's yeah. worked out great, and it, and by the way, it's working out even better as everyone leaves the city and moves out west. So you're, you're like a double,
0: double. Right. I will say this um, before I get to what we're about to talk to, um, uh, talk about. We have a couple of. Um, of ads to read, and I'm going to read. Uh, I did the J.B. Uh, Greer interview, uh, and um, I got caught up on this one, uh, and I'll show you. I'll show you where. But anyway, let's talk about Thera One CBD. From tight muscles, tough workouts, signs of aging, to simply making it through each busy day, everyone understands what it feels like to be tense and sore so everyone can benefit from TheraOne's CBD products. Uh, started by Dr. Jason Wersland. I hope I pronounced that right, uh, TheraBody exists to provide you with the best scientifically validated natural solutions to help soothe your body and relax your mind. Uh, it started with the revolutionary TheraGun percussive therapy uh, device when Dr. Jason saw the benefits of using CBD in his treatments. He created TheraOne One to bring you CBD products done right. Uh, a lot of CBD products com- uh, claim organic, but still contain up to 30%, Chris, 30% filler. And these fillers are potentially toxic. Uh, one of the great uh, music videos of all time, by the way, is Britney Spears' Toxic. Oh. Uh, It's unbelievable. Wow. Brittany's my number one. Oh, jeez. Brittany's my number one. That was a good one. Uh, TheraOne tests their products four times uh, before they get to you. Uh, Every product is USDA certified organic. Grown in the U.S. And their CBD extracts are the highest quality available anywhere. Anywhere. Uh, Use TheraOne's warming lotion uh, in your morning routine the cooling lotion or massage oil to recover uh, body bomb for targeted relief and sleep here we go tink tincture 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 <laughs>
1: tincture. tincture tincture tincture
0: to drift into a deep night sleep we're gonna go back to this tincture tincture is uh, like stuff you put under your tongue tincture what, there, there tincture has a, a new uh, part of my part of my life but anyway Let's finish this. No, let's talk about tincture now. We're going to talk about tincture, and then we'll get to the rest of this. Our boy, Scott Minto, Minto from uh, San Diego State. San Diego State. I got an email from him today and goes, "Uh, I heard you try uh, to read the CBD or the uh, TheraOne CBD ad, and you got caught up on tincture like I did again today. He goes, but you know the word. And I said, how do you know that I know the word? And he goes, it all goes back to Pearl Jam. Corduroy has tincture as a lyric. My favorite song. Yes. Where it goes, everything has changed. Absolutely nothing's changed. Take my hand, not my picture. Spill my tincture. And I always thought it was some other word. Uh, that Eddie Vedder just kind of talks, right? You kind of. Yeah, he's like, sometimes his uh, you words you're like, oh. Sometimes, right? I, uh, and I, don't, I never knew what it says. I just sing what I thought I heard. Uh, it's tincture, and I never knew what it meant, uh, and now I do. Uh, and now I will never uh, misread uh, that, or I'll sing those words accurately now. How about that? That's,
1: that's, that's a hard, thing, so to a you, a hard you, thing to do in a pro jam song. It's a hard thing to do in a pro jam song.
0: Thank you, Scott. Have you ever taken for, CBD? Uh, uh, no. Have you? Yes. Is it good? Yeah, it yeah. Good? So I'm gonna have to try Thera One.
1: Rate my wife. My wife takes CBD, um, or has taken CBD uh, instead of so she instead of anxiety pills, uh, yeah. which is typically better, right? You think it's more natural, so it. She says it helps, uh, and i I've got friends who've taken it for now a long time. That it says it calms them down and. Uh, I'm not really a high, strung person on the outside. I'm wearing more on the inside, so maybe I, I could use some tera one. But uh, yeah. yeah, no, I, I've taken it. I, I, you have to take it. I think long enough for it to have that effect to actually start to kick in. It's not something like you take
0: once and it's. It's not like it's not something. It's not like a drug where you take it once and all of a sudden you feel something. You got to like continually yeah, right. take it. So I, I understand. So maybe you and I can get going because it's got some uh, samples I mean, TheraOne. one, right? And now through Labor Day. Monday, September 7th, TheraOne is offering our listeners, Front Office Features listeners, a buy one, get one free for all TheraOne products. But you've got to go to theragun.com slash bluewire. If you don't love what you uh, get from TheraOne, send it back for a full refund within 30 days of purchase. This is not something TheraOne is likely to do again. Buy one, get one free at theragun.com dot com slash blue wire but only until Labor Day so go right now to faragun.com slash blue wire and Tincture is in a Pearl Jam song a great Pearl Jam song uh Corduroy everything has changed absolutely, absolutely nothing's, nothing's changed, changed. take I, my hand I think I probably me. uh I, huh? I think I thought it said, like, T-shirt. Maybe? T-shirt. Yeah, I thought it said T-shirt, too. T-shirt, something like that. <laughs> but not tincture, mainly because I never heard of the word, though I probably sung it in my car uh, 400 times.
1: 4,000 times. Love. Number one Pearl Jam song. My favorite Pearl Jam song.
0: It's a great Pearl Jam song. All right. Tell us about Sunday Ticket.
1: You know, you know what we could do? We could take some uh, CBD, and then on Sunday, Sunday, Sundays, because I might
0: need some CBD to... Relax with my football team. Who knows? Uh, are coming back in the NFL? <laughs> Ben's coming back. Ben Roethlisberger. I was been watching uh, videos of him. He what? is going to throw for seven million yards. He's. At... He's so fat. What happened? He's not fat. He's in shape. Have you
1: looked at him? Round is a shape. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Look at he's him. He's got like the that beard. Is... What is what? what no, happened? no, no. He shaved all that stuff. He said oh, he, okay. he kept the beard. He shaved the beard. Until uh, he was keeping that until he could throw a football again. And now he can throw a football. And he's throwing dimes. He's throwing dimes. No, no, no. I've got got the dimes. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes.
1: With NFL Sunday Ticket. Danny
0: Dimes can't hit the broadside of a barn. Okay. He couldn't throw a football in an ocean if he was on
1: a cruise ship. Well, we'll find out when you watch on NFLSundayTicket.tv. Because you can stream every live out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices. Plus, Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels never miss your favorite teams and favorite players. No matter where you live, NFL Sunday TV is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFL Sunday TV and use promo code BLUEWIRE.
0: I love uh, Red Zone. I just do. I love Red Zone. Um, the pearl jam's and Corduroy" is just—it's—it's it's really good. It's really, really, really good. It's amazing. Everything has changed. Absolutely nothing's changed. I'll Take gonna my give our hand. Listeners. Not my picture. Spill my tincture. <laughs> you got it right for the first time ever, probably. First Apology, time. Ever. Apologies if
1: our audio—I'm—I'm I'm, my audio might be completely screwed up again. We'll just say that out right now, but we'll find out when we hit stop. Just so you guys. You'll fair be warning. Fine. Fair
0: warning. You'll be fine. All right, Um, uh, I want to talk about something, and we're kind of starting a heavy subject. I don't know if it's heavy, but I want to start a new subject here. Um, You've gone through this, and I've gone through this. You know, I I deal with a heck of a lot of uh, young folks, right, and they're just starting their professional careers, and sometimes you've got to have their, their first, tough professional discussion Mm -hmm. as in something's not going well they need to change something um it could be something that they do right like i don't know your sales numbers aren't good we've got to figure this out or it could be approach to you know the way that you talk to people right because now you're a professional and you are no longer just talking to people who are you know because when you're in college you're really talking to people who are um who are like, you know, either a couple years older, you know, no more than three or four years older than you, right? Besides your professors. But now you'll have colleagues at 24 who are at the same level as you at 44 and 54, right? Um, So it's a different approach. And I think, and I wanted to bring up and get your thoughts on this, is like, the way when you're early in your career, and you can be an intern, you could be, you know, one, two, three, however many. I still have those kind of people, you know, you can still have those conversations now. But how you react to, to those conversations, I think, will define a lot about your professionalism. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, so I had I had to have one of those recently. And as the person having it, it sucks. Like, I don't want to do it. But I'll say this. Marty Cordero, I bring him up a lot on this podcast. My mentor, father figure in my life. I love him. You know, I love him, right? And he told me early. uh, He brought me into the office. Um, I got there in January. And uh, it was March. February, March, I don't know. I was there for a while, right? And my first job ever, first job ever. And with the feral cats and the whole trailer and the whole thing. <laughs> and I have sold zero. I haven't sold one ticket. And Marty was looking at me and, uh, you know, he was eyeing me, though I wasn't, didn't know that he was eyeing me. And he says, come into my office which is the bedroom or the trailer, wherever, which one it was. (laughs) And he goes, you need to, uh, I I remember it as you need to get your shit together. And this is a profession. This isn't a a hobby. Uh, This is how I put food on my table to serve my family. And you need to have the same professionalism at it. And I'm not seeing it from you. And you need to change the way that you're going to do this. And here's how I'm going to help you do that. That discussion was the wake-up call. He remembers it like it was yesterday. I remember it like it was yesterday. That when I was however old that I was, that I needed to say like, oh, right, like this isn't an internship. Well, this isn't a class that you can get a C in and move on, right? That was like a moment in my life where it was like, Instant maturity. Does that make sense? It was like. Totally. uh, And I'll say this. So that was one that I remember. But I also, that we both like, you know, top five memories of, you know, my profession, I think. But I also remember too, like, if I were ever getting out of line, uh, and I would do that, right? I'm a person that likes to get out of line a little bit. And he would call me into his office and he would say, look, you're approaching it this way. You're not getting it, you're not getting the results, whether it's, you know, as I started getting into more of a management role and, like, talking to people, uh, he would say, you know, you're trying to go after it this way. You're going through this hard-headed thing. But did you know, did you realize that this person's going through X, Y, and Z? Did you know that the best way to approach this might be, you know, the side door going around and trying to have a different view Of what they're going through, you gotta look at what they're doing and what their skills are and take your message to craft what they can do best, not how you do it. And I remember these like little lessons throughout the time. And I'll say this they sucked to go through. It felt like you were getting in trouble and it felt like you were doing something wrong. And I felt, you know, minuscule. I felt like this big um, when it happened. But it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Because he was honest, he was direct, and when he was doing it, it was like, hold my hand, we're doing this together, you're not in trouble, we're trying to make you better, right? And that's a great boss, in my opinion, right? That's a great boss, someone that will be open with you, be honest with you, but say, we're going to do this together and not come across as, all right, man, you're in trouble, fix it, right? And then step away. No, yeah. he was, yeah, you he was have a solution, right in there.
1: Right? You gotta, if you're going to come to tell someone there's a problem, you better have a way to fix it for that person. Otherwise, that's your. That's the job of a manager. And we've talked about the difference between good managers and bad managers.
0: Yeah, and I'm not even sure I'm a good one. But I'll say this. Marty was a great one. And I try to replicate what he's doing. Uh, and so being honest, direct, and saying let's do it together, I, I don't know. But I'll say this has nothing to do with me, but it does have something to say with the person that you have to have that conversation with. In my opinion, it's a time for an open dialogue. If you disagree with that, there's a way to disagree with it. If you agree with it, then it's so you got to be solution-based, right? But it, you got to have a, a conversation. If you're sitting in the back of the chair and you're like, yep, 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 like and if, or if you get really ang- like I, I if you get really angry or if you know if you don't care there's a way to approach it uh in a professional manner and understand like you might not have to agree with it but there's some a lot of the times as long as you're you know being honest with yourself there's some truth in it yes because
1: look no one wants to be on the other side of the chair when you're getting talked to by a teacher uh boss, a parent, right? You always you, you shrink up a little bit, you you put on the defense mechanism and um, your immediate thing is to react and attack, right? Usually that's what people do. Right. They, put, they put up a right. defense. Fight or flight, fight or flight. Yep. And I will tell you this. This is the mentality you should have when you're younger. You're not the smartest person in the room. You don't know everything. You may think you do, you don't. And the person that's there, that's your boss, has a responsibility to help you grow as an individual and a person. And the fact that they're actually taking that time is a positive thing. If they ignore you and let you just flounder and they never brought you
0: in. Totally agree, and totally said, agree.
1: Hey Rob, well your sales are zero, today's your last day. Like, that could happen. Which would you prefer,
0: right? Right, right, and if they just... If they don't have a solution or if they don't have, uh, you know, assistance, then I think you got a problem. But I think if you just keep ask, you know, if you have a conversation about it, I think that all they're trying to do is make their team better. So here's, uh, here's,
1: I here's what I would do if I'm that young person, because you, you, you're being talked to by Marty or you're talking to that young person. The first question, rather than get defensive – Rather than start fighting, because you've been brought in for a reason. The boss has already made up their mind that they need to talk to you for X, Y, or Z reason. Ask the question: What? If they don't tell you, what can I do, or how can I be better? Right. Right. Like, help me. Like, if you if you say I'm coachable, managers love that. It's no different than sports. They talk about someone who's got a ton of talent but not coachable. Right. Like. That person, they're, they're going to swing that way or they're going to throw that way. They're not going to change their arm angle. They're not coachable. If you're going to keep doing the same thing over and over again and you have a $0 sales on your, next to your name or your marketing promotions are falling flat in the middle of the stands and someone's giving you feedback who's done it for numerous years, welcome that, ask questions, have dialogue, and lay out a plan in your own mind because otherwise, you don't need a boss. You're, you're so smart. Like, what's the point of a boss? Like Everybody has a boss. And you're not – it's always going to be that – like I said, you're not going to enjoy it. It's not always going to be fun when your boss is either coming down on you. It's review time, et cetera. You're always going to put up the defense mechanism. But if you ever want to grow and you ever want to – people who are going to become really good and mature are always going to do what you did and take it as a wake-up call. Other ones who are just, gonna, like you said, sit back in your chair and say, all right, check the box are the ones that are going to get the see and get the scene right out of the industry because you have to take people's feedback to grow. Otherwise there's, there's no evolving as an individual or a person. And
0: don't get me wrong. When I was with Marty, not the time where he said like, Hey, get your head out of your ass. This is a profession. But like him and I, when he would have these conversations with me, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Not all the time that I agree with him. And we had some heated conversations of course, about, you know, that I disagreed with him. And I think as long as you guys make it about the issue and don't make it, people don't make it personal. Yep, you're good, right? Like argue away. I think the good organizations you're allowed to argue. If you're in an argue uh, organization where you're not allowed to argue, it's a tough. That's 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 not a great – We call it we call it dialogue, Rob. Dialogue. We can have dialogue. You
1: can have dialogue, which I which like. could sometimes lead to loud voices, but yes.
0: Dialogue's yeah. allowed.
1: You're, if, again, yeah, you don't want to work for that person. If that person is like completely closed-minded and as it's their way or the highway and this is the only way to do things.
0: Right, you don't want that.
1: You don't want that. Like, And that's not the person that should be a boss anyway because that person's not qualified to be a boss in my opinion. So don't take it personal. Take it as a great right. sign that the person's investing their time to help you versus just throw you aside and kick you to the curb.
0: Yeah, and also too, you're... You know, make sure this is also a test for the boss, in my opinion, as well. That, like, are you wanting to do it together, or are you not wanting to do it together? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Is like, you just can't say, "Do this." Correct. Uh, you know, you're you're doing bad, and then not provide a solution. You have to or provide at least solution. advice or something, right? Yeah, that's your You've job, gotta, right? That's where managers suck sometimes.
1: Like, that's your job is to help that person succeed. And provide that person guidance and help if you just yeah, come out with like yeah hey, your numbers aren't good yeah we all know that <laughs> it doesn't take a rocket scientist how yeah. are you going to help me make them good
0: right i um i agree I, I i just think for our listeners um you know how you react to that situation will tell a lot about your a lot about you right be coachable be coachable Understand, you might not have to agree with everything that they're saying, um, but there's definitely going to be some truth in it, in all honesty. Uh, the other thing, too, uh, this was through a guy Marty brought in when we were... I don't know if I've talked about this on this podcast or not, Um, but he brought in, like, a. I don't know if he was a motivational speaker. I, I don't know. He was, like, some, but something like that. And I usually call bullshit on these motivational speaker guys, right? Like, you're just, yeah. Like, they're not my kind of guy, right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> you don't live my life. Like, go to hell. Um, But he did say this, that I kind of agreed with. Not that I kind of agreed with, that I absolutely agreed with and really have taken it through my life. What's your personal brand? Oh, when, yeah. In, in, your, in your office, in your industry, in your uh, your, your sphere, right? What's your personal brand? When they think Chris Valente, what do people think? And then when they think Rob Crane, what do people think? And don't email Rob with the word "hey" in front of it. If I don't know you, Chris, <laughs> you can email "hey" Rob all you want. Um, but like, I'll give you an example. I feel like I've done all the talking in this pod, but that's okay. Um, that's
1: I'm I'm fine. I'm I'm sitting back. I'm. You got a new. You got a new computer. Fire. You got to break that baby in.
0: Break this baby in. Uh, anyway. That has always stuck with me, of like I never really thought about it that way, because it was always like "f you." I am who I am. Right. Like, go pound sand. Um. But, you know, when you kind of step back and look at that, it's probably not the best way to do it. Here's an example. You know, uh, that I work for Larry Lucchino, uh, who's one of the smartest guys ever, right? Princeton guy. Uh, I mean, he worked uh, Yale Law. Like, he's unbelievably smart. He worked on uh, Watergate, right? Yeah. Unbelievably smart. You know, episode two, by the way, uh, that you can go listen to Larry. Uh, is it two or three? First interview. First wow. interview. Uh, uh, episode two. Two. Uh, anyway, first interview. Great interview. But, and I work with some very... Very smart people, people that go to have been the go to Harvard, Harvard Law, uh, you know, have been around the industry for a long time, and I went to Springfield College. Nothing wrong with Springfield College, but you know, you don't have to get a sixteen hundred to get it on your SATs to get into Springfield, right? And the way I was initially doing it, I think I look back and I was probably a bit intimidated uh, from that because I'm, you know, I not book smart at all and i would play it off as like self-deprecating right and i would all do the self-deprecating i don't know you are the smart guys right or say something you know you don't want to you don't want to ask a dumb guy like me and being very self-deprecating and i noticed some stuff then they weren't like asking me my opinion on some things that you thought your opinion should be asked on And I said to myself, what's my self-brand? And I basically said, you made yourself into the dumb guy. (laughs) Right? You're not the dumb guy. You know this business better than anybody. You need to rebrand yourself. And so I very rarely do that or as less often as I do, maybe as a joke occasionally, but not even remotely as close as I used to because I noticed that my self-brand was not the way that I wanted it. And I think, too, when you're early in your career, when you're mid-career like you and I are, I, no matter what, I think that approach is always the right one to take because you wanna make sure that you're doing the self-reflection, that you are being the best professional that you can. I think the only way to change that is you know, by taking a look in the mirror. Uh, that's...
1: That's what I call self-awareness 101, right? That's when self-reflection sometimes works. And if that's the way you are able to pick up on that, I think for a young person to have that ability will help them grow. And to go back to what we just talked about, when you get feedback and criticism, it's be able to self-reflect real quick. And what's my brand? If I'm looked at as the person who's just here to get a paycheck and coast the lawn and don't really care, that's not a good brand to have. Uh, and that will stick with you for a while. And yeah, we, we've kind of, we've talked about, it. I learned that was told to me in college and it was, it stuck with me as like, what is your brand? And right. It's the most powerful thing. It's more, it's worth more than a resume. It's worth more than any sales numbers or accomplishments. It's what do people say about you when they ask the question, like you said, tell me
0: about so-and-so, right? Cause That's it, it. Cause, right. Cause think about it too. When you go uh, look for a job, and your people are using the network, hey, you used to work with Rob. Hey, you used to work with you know Chris. Hey, you used to work with this guy. What do you think of him? There's your brand right there. And that question, how they answer, how they answer that, that five seconds is the most important five seconds. That is what you've built over years. Yep. That is the most. That instant is the most important incident. Hey, what do you think of uh, Chris Fuente? Hey, what do you think about, you know, J.B. Greer, who we just interviewed? Hey, what do you think about, you know, picking a different name, Marty Cordero? Feral Man. Cats. Uh, Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> and they were, you could hear him when you're on phone calls. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, no, that, that matters more.
1: And I agree. And the first time someone pauses when they have to go to answer that question on you and go, Eh, it's game over. Eh, yeah, game over. Eh. Anytime you get eh, not good. <laughs> not good. <laughs> if your brand is eh, not
0: <laughs> good. My golf game right now is eh, eh, eh not, not great. good. Not not great. Not, 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 your not golf
1: game is about to end. You better go golf a couple No, no, times. no,
0: I'm, 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 I understand. My wife's due, when this podcast releases, it'll be, she'll be due in a week, exactly. Yeesh. So we're on the clock. I could go right. Now. We could go to the hospital. Right. I put the uh, car seats in. Smart, smart to be prepared for that because you do need that done, right? Um, one other thing. I know that uh, one other thing. This week was a big week for the Worcester Red Sox. We released our team jerseys. Saw that they are really, really sharp. Thank you. Um,
1: How do so I get some released... swag? How do
0: I get some swag? I'd like to ask the same question. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, you, I was at the press conference and I was standing next to our uh, director of merch and I was like, where are we at now? Where are we at now? Cause she could get like the online orders and where are we at now? Where are we at now? It was just, it was crazy. Um, so we've got nine different uniforms. I saw that. And seven different hats. I mean, sales one-on-one, right?
1: Just right. put as much out there as possible just for someone to buy. So
0: we have all kinds of different, um, uh, all kinds of different uh, variations, right? And the one that got the most criticism, the most criticism was uh, the smiley face, right? We call them smiley. I think smiley ball is what Charles named him. Uh, and everyone thought that hat's never going to sell. That hat's never going to sell. And I push for this smiley face because it felt like the minor league it was a minor league thing right you know what the number one selling hat is i didn't think it was going to be i didn't think it was going to be i voted that it was not going to be so let the record show i did not say it was going to be the number one sales hat it's that it's that smiley ball hat was the number one sold hat number one sold hat was the is was it because it's swinging because it, it's swinging smiley face yeah because it's is it so connected to worcester right yeah this so the Tip that's the smiley face right that yep that everyone knows the other one that uh movie reference movie reference movie reference for Gump, right yep um that's not how it happened There's was a guy named Harvey ball uh from hanover insurance needed to increase morale and he created the smiley face is it like have a nice day or something like that mm-hmm. and they posted them all around and he never Never trademarked it. Oof. Has never made a dollar off of it. Oof. <laughs> and it's everywhere. It's, it's ubiquitous, right? It's emoji. It's like, it's just like, right. It's emoji. It's, emojis. it's, it's, emo- emo- it's emo- emojis.
1: There's literally a movie called The Emoji Movie. Like, it's seen like a dollar right.
0: off. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, that's, and it's been everywhere. It's every, uh, literally everywhere.
1: I only have one more thing to talk about for this week, and I, have, I wrote it down as a note, and I told you beforehand, and I, I did it only because my wife at the time, when she told me, I was like, I have to talk about this, because it shocked me so much when she told me how grotesque it made me <laughs> feel at the time. I was laugh. <laughs> she was like, I need to tell you something about, because uh, I, I always tell her she's like a fat kid trapped in like her body. Like, she's, she's tiny. She's like one Yeah, right. She's She's tiny. So I'm like, she's always like, oh, let's eat nachos, ice cream. I'm like, there's a fat kid trapped inside your body. So she's telling me that when she was in like high school, she used to make like a French fry sandwich. A, with a French fry sandwich? With a bagel and cream cheese and ketchup. What? <laughs> and was... and ketchup? Wait, wait, and ketchup. I think there's... <laughs> the I, ketchup part so The ketchup part, I can't confirm or deny, but I'm pretty sure there was ketchup. But I do know there was French fries, cream cheese, and a bagel. Because what she has, she has a thing. So, like, she'll make a Why? sandwich. Like, she, when we're eating pasta, <clears throat> she'll make a Can you sandwich. you just learned this? So, I knew about the sandwich-making things. She she would make a – she'll, like, she'll take spaghetti and put it between two pieces of bread and eat, make, like, a sandwich. Or like,
0: Wait, what? She, like, makes sandwiches.
1: She just does it. That's her – I don't know. She's like a fat That's kid. That's her thing. She's like a fat kid. <laughs> That's
0: her thing. You better quit saying that. She's her She's her wife.
1: She, I, t- I tell it to her she's a there's a fat kid trapped inside her little body and then she's like oh but by the way i ate french fry sandwiches i'm like yes that's a fat kid thing like that's ridiculous <laughs> i mean she's tiny she's little she's a little thing yeah but i'm like there's totally a fat kid trapped
0: inside you because it's like <laughs> that's who makes
1: french fry sandwiches
0: the um, i was like are you high were pittsburgh. you high doing this pittsburgh. Like, no no i'm like oh. Pitt- pittsburgh manny brothers no i get this there's, there's french fries on like
1: chicken fingers and all that crazy sandwiches but not for, for like a breakfast sandwich like french fries and she meat. eats it for breakfast i don't know it's a bagel and cream cheese i don't know i'm thinking that was just do it anymore. this was high school this was high school right but no in high school you can do all she kinds of stuff she still stuff. makes like so if we're having nachos she'll put two nachos on top of each other and like put the fillings in between and like make almost like a little sandwich and like
0: that's <laughs> how she, out of nachos
1: yeah I, I mean that's her thing she's a say she's a sandwich maker hi rachel uh you're you're a fat kid
0: <laughs> uh, you're in the doghouse Rachel I don't I don't think that at all I think you're you're, you're wonderful yeah well I'll, I'll take the I'll take my lumps it's fine. that's fine it had to be a, so,
1: story had to be told when she told I literally put it in my phone I was like I have to remember this because that is a ridiculous story to learn about your
0: wife at least you're these. still learning new stuff about your wife
1: yeah th- there's things that you don't need to know and they, <laughs> that was probably one I <laughs> didn't that she was eating french fries sandwiches but I digress
0: um, right. Uh, anyway, uh, before we go, I think we have, um, one more thing. We got to do bet online. Well, we uh, don't. we have to do it or is there our MP3? No, it's, we gotta, we, we, we gotta do it. I'll just read it here quickly because they're important. Sports are coming back. And so our chances to bet on your favorite teams and events, baseball's back in action and there's no better place to start wagering than our, uh, then with our exclusive partners, Bet Online, check out all the odds, futures, props uh, to bet on, all available 24 7. And with the return of sports, Bet Online sat down with former pro, uh, pro players, Eddie George. By the way, Eddie George was unbelievable. The Steelers played him all the time, right? Because he played in Tennessee and Houston. He was just a tough dude to bring down. He was. Uh, Harold Reynolds. By the way, Harold Reynolds, good friends with the one and only Marty Cordero. Um, and seven-time... Really? yes, uh, I He told me this not long ago that he was... Uh, he, he became close with them of some some event that they have, and they've just been kind of like hanging out. Um, and seven-time NBA champ, uh, Big Shot Bob, Robert Ory. Uh, see what they had to say on what it'll be like uh, playing without fans in a series they're calling FanDemic. Uh, visit betonline.ag for all your odds and up-to-date sports news. Remember to use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. Chris. I had a good time talking with you and uh i now know more pearl jam lyrics that are the actual word, words uh and i am super thankful to uh scott minto uh for helping that because it does all come i'm gonna go listen to that song uh that song now they also i think i told this in the last one they have one of the great lines uh in that song uh uh, push me, and I will resist. This behavior is not unique. Uh, if there's a Rob Crane line ever. It's uh, it's it's pretty uh, it's it's pretty much right there. Well, adios, my All right. friend. All right, see you later.